Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dominic, Dominic you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before to those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism and even to some of you who are actually kind where's dominic i think you are really in a very very high league and i watch some of your competitors on frankly the national shows and i say why aren't you doing a national show because i really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level so that's good this is dominic carter everybody, everybody. now here's dominic carter on talk radio 77 wabc and good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. I'm going to deal with a controversial topic, transgender athletes, in just a, a, a minute or so. But first, the countdown to the countdown of the ball drop in Times Square is upon us. And the mayor-elect Eric Adams announcing tonight he will be sworn in in the Times Square area around midnight. That will be uh, interesting. So we are just a, a, a few hours left of the tenure of the current mayor, Bill de Blasio. So Apple has I, I'm confused with all the COVID information that changes within the hour and what's open, what's closed, what may open, what may stay closed. Apple has announced that it's closing all of its New York store locations to browsing because of the surge in the COVID cases. That's roughly one dozen locations in the city that will be limited to uh, picking up online orders and walk-in services, such as uh, the Genius uh, Bar support. So it just so happens, and I, I guess that it's going to be open up in Rockland County where I live, I have an appointment at 11 a.m. in the morning. And, folks, I really am confused. Maybe I shouldn't admit on the radio that I'm confused, but I don't know what's coming or going. So I have an 11 a.m. appointment at Apple, up in Rockland, where uh, one of my Christmas gifts from my family was an Apple Watch. And I'm not, you know, I got the iPhone, you got everything else, you got the, uh, the, uh, the, the iPad, and so you might as well add the watch, but I'm just worried that I'll lose the watch in less than a week, and then what? And so, I mean, I, I believe that Apple and Rockland, their genius uh, bar, will be uh, open at 11 a.m. for me to pick up, uh, for me to have the watch. It has to be configured with your cell phone and so on. 
And, you know, I, I can't just imagine punching these little fingers. Maybe you folks, these little buttons with my fingers, I meant to say. Maybe you folks can give me um, some advice on how to handle that. But when I say I don't know if I'm coming or going. So, if, for example, my my grandkids, they, they live in uh, Rhode Island, uh, Carter and Eva. And today, later on tonight, they're going to see the Harlem Globetrotters in Providence. And, I mean, I think the show is going to happen, but I'm concerned because the Globetrotters canceled last year, and this is the makeup show in Providence a year later. And so is is the game going to – and I, I played, by the way, with the Harlem, Harlem Globetrotters once. I've talked about this on the radio. But so my grandkids are going to be there, and so is it going to happen? And, of course, are they going to be safe? And I, I don't know if I'm a, a victim of um, of uh, bad timing, but uh, early February, early February, again, my grandkids with my entire family going down to Disney in Florida, and the way things are shutting down and airline flights uh, 2,000 are uh, canceled in a day, uh, the beginning of February, all this money has been spent, all of this planning I don't know if Disney's going to be open. I don't know if the airlines are going to still be flying. I mean, I'm hoping for the best, but we're dealing with a situation where you just don't know. So let's get to the issue at hand. Apparently, one year, one year of taking testosterone suppressants, and you're eligible under NCAA rules to swim in women's collegiate events. So one year of the suppressants of testosterone and you're eligible under NCAA rules to swim in women's collegiate events. And that's what transgender swimmer one, uh, in this case here, at UPenn, did. Her name is Leah Thomas. And lately, she is breaking one record after another. Let me be upfront. I'm for gay rights. Have been for a very long time. And opportunities. I support gay marriage. Folks have a right to love whoever they love and marry who they want to marry. I try to vocalize the high suicide rate or rates for transgender people. But this, this is going too far. It's not right. It's not fair. You may say, well, Dominic, there are very few things in life that are fair. But you have, in this case, a, an athlete that, that competed as a man for three years and now is competing as a woman at UPenn. So on one hand, Speak up for your rights if you're if you're another member of the team, if you're a woman on the team, speak up for your rights. 
On the other, if you do speak up, you may be labeled transphobic. So things have gotten so bad at UPenn regarding the women's uh, swim team. And folks, we're going to your telephone calls in just a second. We see all the calls coming in. We are going to get to them. Things are so bad that the teammates of Leah Thomas, the transgendered athlete, considered boycotting, boycotting the final meet in protest. So again, Leah Thomas completed three out of her four years at UPenn as a man. And the, the, the question at the meets nowadays is not that Leah Thomas is going to do well because she's smashing all the records. But the question is, and I can't believe this is what it's coming down to. The question has become, when does the first biological female finish? Now, folks, my head is twisting. I don't know. I don't know if you're. I, I'm. I, I'm forced to use terms like a biological female versus a transgender athlete. And to be honest with you, I see it on all the television shows. I still don't understand all the use of the pronouns. He, she, it, they, it. I I don't understand. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get it. And I'm I'm trying to get with the times, but I don't get it. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls, and let's begin with, let's see, let's go to Pete listening on Alexa in Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. You're on the Dominic Carter Show on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I'm not too familiar with that thing with the transgender and stuff in sports, but what I wanted to call you and tell you, in Jersey, they're already starting with the uh, mask and uh looking for if you've been vaxxed, that's starting up. And some inside information, I was at the Meadowlands, and I was told that they're just going to try to hold off till after New Year's Day because that's a big racing day, you know, New Year's Eve and New Year's Uh Day. And then they're going to be making shut, they're going to be shutting things down, the restaurants and stuff in in Jersey. So this is what's coming. I got a heads up on it because... I frequent, I like the ponies, and I'm always at these places, and this is what they told me. So anybody that's out there, if you make any bets, cash your tickets, or else you're going to have to hold on to them for seven months like what happened the first time. It's like a circle. It's happening again. Well, you know what, Pete? Then maybe for this Disney trip coming up for my family, maybe I should have purchased the uh, insurance. You know, I, I, I just view it as a waste of money because I – Honestly, I just feel like the insurance is not going to pay off even if it's canceled. So I never, I never pay for it. But we'll, we'll, you're talking about yeah. New Jersey, Pete. We'll, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, you might have, you might have a chance in Florida because Florida, right now, Anthony from Grimaldi's down there, and it's not that bad. It's a little mm-hmm. tighter, they're closing a lot of restaurants and stuff. And I mean, they're, you know, vaxing and checking and everything. But listen, I'm not vaxed. It seems like everybody I know, my friends. They're all coming down it, and they're all vaxxed. So I don't know. Right. I think I think the tide is changing. It's shifting. 
I mean, you know, I, I only didn't get vaxxed because I had it twice. Uh-huh. And they uh, some doctors say you can't have it twice, but I think now everybody will understand you can have it twice. You could have it three times because you got the three, three different uh, – things there you know i had my 2020 uh in 2019 well, i had it and then i had it in 2021 these, and these pete are the the times that we live in everything is so crazy i thank you uh for the call and unpredictable and science is is not fully up on all of this that which means ultimately we're not fully up on all of this let's go to long island let's say good morning to mary beth listening to us on the radio good morning mary beth you're on talk radio 77 wabc good morning dominic and happy almost new year (laughs) yes same to you thank you um i have a question um and I'm wondering, the athlete who now competes as Leah. Yes. When, when Leah competed as a man, how did she rank amongst her male competitors? That that is the question of the night, Mary Beth. I pride myself on being prepared, but I don't know the answer to that. All I can tell you is how mm-hmm. she has done as a woman, mm-hmm. and as yeah. a woman. And it's this is so unfair. She has blown away her competition. For example, in the 500-yard uh, freestyle preliminaries and uh, finals at, at what's called a zippy invitation with the University of Akron. In the finals, she notched a winning time that was good enough for a new Ivy League record. And and it is believed, Mary Beth, that she is going to likely blow away the uh, upcoming competition. So in Rhode Island this weekend, right, downtown, I saw a lot of signs, Mary Beth, that said um, uh, Brown University. So I guess there were different laboratories or office buildings for Brown uh, located in downtown Providence. And so on, on, when, when I see those signs, I'm like, okay, Ivy League institution. But is is this coming to? Is this all coming to um, to Ivy League schools everywhere, to Columbia and so on, with transgender athletes? Thank you for the call, Mary Beth. Let's uh, let's now go to uh, George and Yonkers, uh, listening on the WABC app. Good morning, George. You're on the Dominic Carter Show. All right, Big Dom, and I thought Pete was going to tell us about a transgender horse there. Um, I think this thing with the uh, with the guys, you know, pretending let's say they're pretending to be girls. Obviously, removing testosterone from a guy is not all is not the, the end all. Turning into a okay, female. but but wait, but wait, but wait. Now, I I do have the sensitivity of the situation to say that I don't feel that it's fair to to claim that they're pretending to be girls or women i think that's a bit rough but please continue okay all right you, right everybody has their own point of view i understand that but mm-hmm. he is he, he was born a male he trained his whole life as a male the physical structure of his body obviously really hasn't changed much when it comes to shoulder strength leg strength leg size and everything that's why he's going to beat the girls i mean why don't we get rid of age limits in the little league and have like 15-year-olds play against 10-year-olds and all the pitches were 15 and look like Nolan Ryan. It's, it's ridiculous when you do this. This is supposed to be competition. This should not be a political event or a social statement. These kids, these are the times of their lives. You have to realize that. 
you have to put aside political involvement here. Put that aside and consider the feelings of all those girls and the swimmers and all the kids who train. Unless you're really an athlete, you won't understand. These girls are in the pool from their six, seven, eight years old, training three, four, five times a week. Parents bring them to the pool. Now you're tampering with their childhood and everything else, and you're turning it upside down for political reasons. That is wrong. That means our culture and our society is being destroyed. They're taking a wrecking ball and going right through it with a, a giant wrecking ball to Western civilization with this. It's not fair. And sure, the girls all could walk out, and then when they get back on the campus, there'll be all kinds of banners and sign there, calling them all these names, all these phobia names. Phobia names. What do these main names mean anyway? These are nonsensical, these names. Just because their political agenda is high and mighty to them, they could destroy other people? No, that's not, that is not America. And unless we change this, we're going to lose this country. We've already lost a good portion of this country because the third world, this is a third world country when the mob and the radicals rule everything. And that's what's taking place, folks. Dom, I will take calls if you want tonight. Follow up. <laughs> if everybody wants to jump in. Well, the I, I think, I think, I thank you. Pool, I thank you for the pool. comment. We, we have one host at a time. <laughs> thank you very much for, for your, your, your comment. And so apparently these U Penn swimmers, the women's swimming team, at the uh, university, the college, they were so upset by what they view, right? You already know how I feel, but what, how they view of the advantages of transgender athlete Leah Thomas that they considered boycotting their final home meet but decided not to for fear that they would be banned from the Ivy League championship. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. I see all your calls. When we come back, I'm going to go to Shirley listening on the radio in New York. First time for a break. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, I, 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 I sung a little earlier today, and I know Curtis is somewhere listening, and I'll tell you so, she used to be my girl. Dominic with you talk radio. I'm I'm debating whether I continue, but I can't sing and Curtis is gonna roast me forever. Should be my girl. Okay, folks. Let's go back to the telephone calls. We are talking about Leah Thomas on a serious note here, twenty two year old. Uh she, a transgender athlete, has smashed several records at the University of Pennsylvania this season sparked outrage for being eligible under NCAA rules to swim in women's collegiate events after taking one year of testosterone suppressants. Let's, as I said, let's go to Shirley listening on the radio in New York. Good morning, Shirley. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Yes, and I hope the same is for you and your family. So what I wanted to comment was on the um, Layla, is the name of the transgender female? Yes. Okay. Um, 
the biological difference between a male and a female, and it is a matter if a woman is taller than a man or vice versa, is that men have larger lungs and larger hearts than women. So if you have larger lungs and larger hearts, you take in more oxygen, which gives you more endurance, and therefore that gives you more energy. So for a man to compete against a female, biological male against biological female, the man can retain uh, going further and longer than a female. So that might be an answer as to why um, transgender females may be beating out biological females in sports. I've, I've heard that soccer players, surely, that can take in more oxygen, that they do more endurance, that they that makes them the superior athlete against their competitors on a soccer field. So bottom line, what do you feel should happen in these types of situations? Well, I would just base it on the um, internal organs of the anatomy. And if it you know came down to the point where you're just looking at it from that viewpoint, I would say that men are going to have the upper hand over women when it comes to sports, anything that's, you know, requires endurance. So swimming, uh, field and track, uh, anything of that nature, uh, they're going to beat out the women. But should it happen? That's the question I'm putting to you. Should they be allowed to compete? Because I, I feel that the answer should be almost like when it comes to uh, people with disabilities that we have the Special Olympics, and the Special Olympics has grown tremendously throughout the world. And so maybe maybe we, we should have something like that where for transgender athletes we can we can uh, show we can celebrate them and show pride in terms of uh, them being able to compete. But I just feel that it's terribly unfair. Bottom line, Shirley, what do you feel? Well, just based on uh, biology, I would say no. I don't think they should compete um, against a biological female, simply just based on the biological makeup of a mm-hmm. male body, the internal male body, compared to that of an internal female body. So I would say no. Okay. I don't think they well- should. Well, Shirley, I thank you for the call and have a great morning. From New York, let's go to Elizabeth, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Mike. Mike, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Uh, great uh, great topic. Uh, I think until it happens in a sport that people really are interested in, like a basketball or it happens in professional tennis or a big stage like the World Cup or, or the Olympics in swimming, as a matter of fact, uh, people won't really pay attention, or a large segment won't pay attention, until it becomes really obvious, until the 1,500-ranked player, tennis player in the world as a man, destroys one of the Williams sisters. Well, I, then people I, will care. I, yeah, but I, I don't even know if that's possible, as good as they are. But but I but I get your point. And, and, and Mike, you may be on to something that is as long as as long as it's not in everyone's face, we don't really pay attention to it. But I'm looking at this from the perspective of if I'm one of those women swimmers 
And as one of the other callers just said, I've spent my entire life getting ready for this moment on a collegiate level. And then here comes another athlete with with a, uh, a biological advantage. And and you can't say that it's not advantage because Leah, Leah Thomas is, is uh, breaking all the rules. I mean, breaking all the records, I should say. She's breaking Correct. all the records. I think they, they, should, they should sit out. Somebody has to take a stand. And if you're that concerned about it, then you sit out and boycott it and stand up for all the other female athletes who've been okay, training their whole Mike, lives. But that. then, Mike, you've worked so hard to get to the Ivy League championship, and then you're barred from it because the, these athletes are claiming that um, – that uh, they've been ignored by uh, Penn and the NCAA. Uh, look, I, I I agree, and they're probably going to get a lot of flack for it if they do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, Rosa Parks got a lot of flack too. Right. Somebody well, might stay. I mean, it's different, that, that, that's a good, that, Somebody's got to stand up at some point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I, I you know, what I find interesting is when I've done this topic in the past, a, a transgender person will. Um, call me up. And so I'm very interested to hear what a transgender person may have to say since there's been time now, and this is continuing to be an issue. But I can't believe that where we are, folks, as a society, that I have to say a biological female. I mean, think about that for a second. And again, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to uh step on anyone's civil rights, anyone's liberties. Um I I I really do support transgender people. But when you're competing in a sporting event and you have a physical advantage over the other athletes, that is just not fair. Michael in Queens, listening on the radio. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Michael, go right ahead, Michael. Michael, are you with me? Going yes, once? Dominic. Okay, I'm go talking. ahead. I heard earlier in the show you said your head was spinning. Yes. I'm sure there's a percentage of women out there who are more than willing to load up on anabolics, and then they can play in the NFL. Mm. You know what though, Michael? I I don't. I still don't think that's possible. I I just don't see it. I I, I a, a woman athlete, you know, transitioning to. I don't see see them being able to um, to play. There in the are NFL. women out there who are willing to load up on anabolics so they can compete with men. Hmm. Well, everybody at the end of the day has a right to do whatever they want to do. But it just seems in this situation that it is terribly uh, unfair as far as, I mean, I get it. I get it. The NCAA, Penn, everybody wants to be politically correct. You know, nobody wants to leave out anybody. But, I mean, I I, I don't know, folks. Before we take a break, let's go to... uh, Larry, Larry's uh, listening on the radio from Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77. Yeah, it's been so long, I almost forgot what I was going to say. By the way, okay, uh, Dominic, you know that you heard the expression, it's a men's world, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, so men have the solution to the problem. Do you, if not the women in the boycotting that can solve the problem, it, or they possibly could, but they don't have the, they don't have the guts to do it or the principles anymore. But the men could solve the problem. I'll tell you how. Because this Leah Thomas, she can't change in the female locker room. She has to use the men's locker room. So if the men say, get the hell out of here, you know, we don't want no woman in this locker room, and they start revolting. But wait, wait, but wait, wait. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where you're getting that information from that, that she has to change. I, I, I don't know what she, the answer is. I mean, I, she, I hear you, Larry, but... But I don't know for a fact that she has to change in a in a men's room. I, well, where are you getting that from? Oh, oh, she's anatomically intact, is she not? She's only been taking all I can tell you. Go ahead. So is she? You think she can change in the women's lock? She's changing in a collegiate women's locker room. No, no. What 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 I what I what I what I'm what I'm speculating on is if uh, Penn, like other uh, Ivy League schools at Columbia, you go into any school up at Columbia and they have uh, restrooms that are not based on gender. And so I would imagine that if if she's going to be allowed to compete, you've got to have a restroom that's not that's not a, or a locker room that's not based on gender. Okay, okay, fair enough. So what I tell you is that if she has to change in a neutral locker room, let her compete against nine empty lanes in the pool. Oh, okay, I, I, I nine I, empty lanes who are also going to be changing in the neutral. If she's in other words. She's going to be the only one in the neutral locker room. Let her compete against nobody. Mm. Well, that that's not going to happen, Larry. But 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 I but I do I do don't swim with them. If you can't change with them, go ahead. Okay, thank you for the call, Larry. Okay, we 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 our timing is not matching. Thank you for the call, Larry. Let's see before we take a break what our friend uh, Jennifer up in Boston, what she has to say about this. Jennifer is listening on the radio. Jennifer, please help me out here and make some common sense of what is an ongoing, growing controversy. Where this, it's just seem it just seems to grow. What should happen in a situation like this? I think it's grossly unfair to every one of these young women. And I, I, I think what it really is, is, is a great statement on, on where we are as a society. And I think it, it's a terribly sad statement that the family members of these young women are afraid to speak out. They're afraid that they're going to be protested loudly and shouted down. They're going to lose their jobs, their ability to make a living, all because they want to and I believe, and many people believe, stand up for the right thing, and that is to look out for their young women who have sacrificed since they were very young, getting up early, heading out to the pool, sacrificing a lot of fun time. The parents put in a lot of hours um, with their kids at the pool and checking them back and forth. And for this, this is, I think, an extremely sad time. It reminds me of a quote from Abraham Lincoln, to sin by silence makes cowards of men. And I think we're becoming a nation of cowards. We all want to be liked so much. We all want to... We all want to fit in and say we're doing the right thing. And because, uh, what is it, something like 8% of the population uses Twitter in this country, and yet everyone's being afraid or shouted down by the Twitter mob. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Dominic, why do we have divisions in high school football? We, we have divisions. That's a great That's a great point, okay. Jennifer. We have divisions wait, wait. because some yep. schools historically have done a much better job 
of uh, putting athletes on the field. And so you can't have uh, one superior team going up mm-hmm. against an inferior team each and every week. So so yeah. it's done based uh, categorically on ability to a large degree. Correct. And also weight classes and, say, in boxing. Um, yes. Why do we have yes. that anymore? And, and why do we have girls and boys not competing together at any level from Little League up? Why don't we just, because, you know, and, and I thank the feminists for this, because they, they wanted to push, push, push. Well, where are they now? Where are they now? If they're real feminists, why aren't they sticking up for these women? You know what? They're afraid of the media mob. And, and like I said, to me, that's, that's a horrible shame. Look at all that people have sacrificed over the years for us to have the freedoms we have, and we're afraid just to use our voice. And to me, that's, mm-hmm. and I, I applaud you for, I, I, I can hear the compassion in your voice, and I don't have any ill feelings toward any transgender person or gay person or anything. But you know what? Life isn't all about me, me, me. She made her choice, Leah, and she ought to have enough decency and compassion for these women to do the right thing, I believe, and let them right. swim their swim. Because any doctor will tell you, I worked in cardiology for years, Man's heart, man's lungs, the whole thing, like one of the other callers said, bone structure, everything, every, every advantage goes to the man. He's going to win when you, fractions of seconds make a difference, and he's winning by 15 and 38 seconds. So it's something very wrong. So thanks a lot, Dominic, right. for talking. And and Jennifer, I I really want to thank you for the call. You you just made a very good point that I didn't even think about. For these other 41 members, the 41 women on the team, this is something that's going to leave a bitter pill in their mouths for many, many years to come that they couldn't possibly finish first because a transgender athlete decided in year four out of uh, four years that he was going to compete as a woman after complying with the rules from the uh, from the NCAA. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Delane Maxwell. The verdict, um, it first came down that the verdict was in while I was on the air, in for Bolt Nerdly during the end of the uh, 4 p.m. show, and uh, she's been found guilty on charges tied to uh, Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking ring. One thing that is clear here, one, Epstein left uh, Maxwell, now she's been convicted, holding the bag, and two, what, what I have found, folks, and I've been saying this uh, for a while, um, as someone that used to be a, a quote, in-bed reporter with the Southern District of New York, and we're going back to the transgender athlete in just a second, but if the feds, hopefully <laughs> most of you, including myself, will never be, myself, will never be in that position of the feds coming after us. If the feds come after you in the Southern District, what my experience has taught me being an in-bed reporter and covering many federal trials is uh, the best thing you can probably do. Yes, you might win at trial, um, a dollar in a dream, but believe me, you're going to spend a half a million dollars on defense counsel, and I'm not talking about 
uh, coming up with with a uh, a grant. I'm talking about cold cash. How many people have a half a million liquid that you can get to in less than a week? That's what it requires. And two, my experience has shown as an in-bed reporter for the Southern District, the best thing you can do if the feds are coming in the Southern District is plea bargain. Because at the end of the day, in all likelihood, based on the history of the Southern District, you're going to be uh, convicted. And so uh, Ghislaine, uh, the British socialite Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, convicted of uh, grooming minors for sexual abuse at the hands of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, found guilty on five of the six federal counts uh, related to Epstein's sex trafficking uh, ring. Initially, she had pleaded, of course, not guilty to the charges um, from her interaction with four teenage girls from 1994 to 2004. And during that time period, Maxwell was uh, reported, was romantically involved with, and then later for, worked for uh, Epstein. We're taking your calls on that as well. She faces a maximum sentence of 65 years in prison on the counts that she was convicted of. Maxwell, uh, as many defendants do, opted not to testify in her own defense at trial, and she has denied the allegations. Her team says they are working on the appeal. The topic at hand, uh, we're taking questions on that as well as what's going on at UPenn, transgender athlete Leah Thomas, uh, her advantages over the other women uh, swimmers. And there has to be something that can be done where, where there's a separate competition. It's simply not fair. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. Sandy in uh, Westchester, listening on the radio. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. Uh, My solution, as far as I see it, the girls should not even enter the competition. The transgender will have no one to compete with. Take away the weapon, Dominic. Take away the weapon. The girls probably wouldn't win anyway. And the transgender should have their own competition, as far as I see it. Okay, but 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 here here's the problem with that. That means yes. that you've got to have the cooperation of all the other women. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but all right. the other women competing from the different Ivy League schools because they compete against each other. Right. And so right. so you're saying take a stand the athletes of all the other universities and say no, we're not going to swim. Right. Everyone has to get together. Otherwise, this will continue on and on like everything else in this in what's going on in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to take a stand somewhere. Someone has to do something because the, the, it looks like the transgender will probably win anyway. Right. Well, that's it, it's, it's certainly that's what it's looking like. It certainly, Sandy, it certainly appears that way based on uh, the success Leah Thomas has had uh, in the um, in the competition factor in the pool up against yes. other um, other Ivy League schools. Thank you so much for the call. Let's see what, uh, what Stan in Forest Hills has to say about this. Good morning, Stan. Do you have a solution here? Because the only one I see is that, and this is going to take years to build up, you're going to have to have a transgender competition. Uh, I thought there was one already, to be honest. Okay, so, so the, you know what? Maybe I see nothing wrong with it. Maybe I just don't the, know about it. 
if you can get the sponsorship and you can get somebody to do it, fine. I mean, I see nothing wrong with it. But I wanted to ask about, what was his name? The one who won the decathlon. Who, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Yes. As I know it, Bruce Jenner is not a, uh, uh, he is a transvestite. He wears a wig. He wears a bra. He wears panties. He wears high heels. But he's never had any operations or surgeries. So at, at any given time, he can switch if he wants to, compared to these other people who've gone the full route. So I, I'm, I'm not thrilled with Jenner anyway, but he basically is not a transgender person. He's a transvestite. He says he's a gay or he's a woman, but he's not. He can easily take off the – he's never had any surgical procedures. He just wears – the outfit of a woman, which is true. I've never heard. He's never been operated. Right. I mean, well, no, 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 no. But Caitlyn Jenner has had the operation. Ha, has he? I didn't think he had. Okay. Has well, he? I'll do. I'll do some further checking. Yeah, um, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, from what I remember, he went one day. He was there, and then a couple of weeks later, he was wearing the outfit and so forth. I do not think he's had any surgery. If I'm wrong, please tell me. I, of course. Well, I, I will I will stand, look into it. But um, you're right. There has to be some kind of Olympics or something. I don't know. I think it's wrong that they run and these women are being affected and so forth. That's not what sport is about. You can't change the rules in the middle of the game. You want something for them? Develop some. Let them be sponsored. Once there's sponsorship, these transgender Olympics or something will, will develop. Good point. Thank you for the call, Stan. Have a great night. You too. Let's now go to uh, Eric in Manhattan listening on the radio. And coming up in uh, about 10 minutes, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. You don't want to miss that. Frank will be joining me in a couple of minutes. Eric in Manhattan. Hey, hey, oh, Frank is best of, I, I should say, tonight. Eric in Manhattan. Uh, good morning. What's on your mind here? We remember you from NY1. Um, okay. This is go part ahead. of a bigger picture. Um, my, my, my best friend is a, a trans woman. 99% of them want no part of this. Um, I, I, you should look up the Tavistock Institute. This is part of what George Soros is about. It's like having a doctor have to lose his license because he refused to, refused to perform sex reassignment surgery on a minor, someone under 15 I'm talking about. This is part of a, uh, breaking down norms. They, don't, they hate men. They hate women. It's part of a bigger picture, breaking down society. But look up the Tavistock Institute. Okay, but wait, but wait, Eric. So, so, so wait, Eric, you, you said your best friend is a, a, a transgender yeah. woman? Yeah. Okay. They, they, you know, most of the times you, you don't even know they're there. They're just like anybody else. They mind their own business. They don't want, they want any, they need their own league. You know, I was, I told um, one of the girls yesterday, I called in, you know, should, should the, the other women, be, they would be drummed out of the sport if they were caught juicing with testosterone, a biological female. So this is a, it's just not, it's not right. Cheating, you know? Um, so they need their own league. That's all. You know, it's a state league. If, if it's just not enough of them for say per school, just a state league they can compete in. All right. You know? but, but before I let you go, let, let sure, me just sure. um, put this question to you because I'm curious sure. and I, I don't really know. So, okay. So here's what I'm wondering. So this athlete, Leah Thomas competed as a mm-hmm. man for three out of the four years at UPenn. Yes. And in the right. fourth year, um, uh, competed as as a woman and is breaking all in the, the same records. Place. It, right. Is it I, possible? I would I would think that no one would go through all of this, uh, taking uh, suppressants and so on. But uh, j- just for the sake of 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 uh, of standing out, of winning, 
Is it possible, in your opinion, based on your... It's very drastic and sudden. After three years and, like, in the same place, it's like, you know, people are going to have not... People can look at it askance. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not... It's just... It's very drastic. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say it's a mental... She has mental problems, but, you know, it's just... Why Why now? It's like... It's just... It's a, I don't want to say cheating. I mean, it's, it's, it's a form of cheating. It's not fair, you know? Right. But, like I said, it's... They hate women. They hate men. It's breaking down norms. This is, right. They, they I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I would go that far, Aaron. And they're being but, humored. Well, it, I mean, it, they, people, the, because, people tell them because this is okay I, I, I've are, known I've known yeah. quite a few people that are, are transgender. Right. And, of course. You know, but 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 I but I, I I thank you for the call, Eric. Sure. Let's I now guess. go to Massachusetts. Let's say good morning to our friend Roger listening on the radio. Good morning, Roger. What is your yeah. answer to this situation of trans transgender athletes? Well, my answer is that there should be a separate division. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's time now for separate division. They are they're proud of their of the, their their choices they've made. They shouldn't be ashamed of ha- having their own separate division. Um. um uh, Jennifer, her whole phone call was great. It basically stole my my, uh, my thunder, as well as the other as well as the other woman too, because you know the body structure is different. Okay, and um, as far as their own division, uh, I have time ago. That, you know, a lot of people are going to disagree with and, and not like me when I was walking around with my open Bible in public, and so you know. It has to be, when Jennifer mentioned that we have different divisions, it's time now, I agree with you, that there should be a, uh, a division for a transgender because it, it ruins those, those girls. It, it ruins their future. If they want a career in sports, and, and I agree with everybody, you know, especially Jennifer and, uh, mm-hmm. and your friends. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, th- thank you, Roger, and uh, stay safe in Massachusetts. So the swim team at UPenn considered uh, boycotting their January 8th, 8th that is, uh, meet against uh, Dartmouth, uh, but the swimmers apparently decided against boycotting out of concern that skipping the event would jeopardize their participation in the Ivy League championship coming up in February. But again, the women members of the UPenn swim team were so upset that this transgender athlete, Leah Thomas, is uh, smashing all the... uh, the records at the University of Pennsylvania this season, competing no longer as a man, but as a woman. And we are taking your telephone calls. Coming up the be- at 1 a.m., the best of uh, Frank Morano. Frank will uh, will have the best of his show starting in about five minutes, folks. Okay, let's go to uh, Mark in New Jersey, listening on the radio. Good morning, Mark. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. Good morning. I've been meaning to call you for so many years. I love you. I love everybody on WABC. You know, what inspired me to call this time, and I've been – I listen to a little bit every day, you know, most of the shows. And with this topic, knowing that the one lady almost got there but didn't bring it up, whatever happened, I'm in my 60s like you, we know this, whatever happened to now, 
the National Organization of Women, Gloria Steinem, shows you they're all political. They have, they're nowhere to be found. It's like, do they exist? I mean, they should be sticking up for girls' rights and scholarships are on the line here. And it's physiology, mm-hmm. it's biology, you know. So where is now? Nowhere. Well, you know, Mark, and, and thank you for the kind words, you, you do bring up some excellent points that I didn't even think about here. Uh, how does how does Title IX uh, impact this where, you know, the, as it relates to the gender issue with men's sports and women's sports? How, mm-hmm. how, as you said, Mark, the scholarships, what does this mean for collegiate scholarships in swimming if you have a transgender uh, athlete where she is now competing against biological, I can't believe the sentences that I've got to form now against by, I never thought in a million years, Mark, that I would have to say a biological female. Is it just me that's nuts here? Or is this just the world that we live in? It's just the world we live in. It's like, you know, the old saying, who's buried in Grant's tomb. It's like, this is not rocket science, but because everything is so ultra sensitive with a, a political agenda that now What's, what actually is, you can't say, then you're, then you're you know, uh, coined as your thisist or that is like a racist, or, mm-hmm. or you're, you know, anti-gay or this or that. Uh, it, this is just not uh, legitimate. It's not authentic. Uh, it's not uh, uh, ethical for those uh, young ladies who are uh, put their whole life out. And I saw the last uh, number of nights there have been a former coach that just recently, actually, I think, uh, referee for Olympics, this woman, on Tucker and a few other the Fox shows who has spoken up and is saying, you know, like some of the callers have said, uh, when you talk about uh, lung capacity, everything, it's, it's shown, this, this person will never be a biological woman. Right. Well, Mark, so I thank you for the call. Thank you. Thank you. Let, thank thank you. you Let me try and squeeze in another one. Kelly in Queens. Good morning, Kelly. You got to make it quick. I only have 30 seconds left. All Kelly, right, are you um, with me? Yes. Okay, go ahead. You got to go quick, please. Why don't we we just call it the same sex species? And this way, the same species and have a swimming tournament. Men and women have the same hormones, but in different proportions. So we'll just call it the same species event. Right. Well, right now, it's not exactly. Thank you for the call. It's not exactly working. You pen uh, swimmers, the female swimmers are up in arms over what's going on with this transgender athlete, Leah Thomas. Dominic Carter with you, folks. I'll be back at 4 p.m. today. Have a great morning, folks. Keep it right there. Frank Morano's coming up next. The best of here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.